Hey, Remar nurses, how are you? It is winning Wednesday. You guys got here before even me. We are going to talk about cholera tonight. Cholera. Have you studied this today? Have you done any NCLEX studying? Well, if you have not, then that's okay. I'm glad you're here. My name is Professor Regina. I am the number one NCLEX instructor on the planet. And I'm here to help you get your nursing license. I know that's something that you're really working hard towards and something that you care about. And you've been waiting a long time trying to figure out if what you're doing is right, if it's the right time, is it really meant to be? Well, I'm here to tell you that it absolutely is. There's just a few little things that you have to do. And I'm glad that you stumbled upon this page because we're going to talk about exactly what those things are. So again, this is Winning Wednesday. Tonight, we're going to talk about cholera. If you haven't studied it, guess what? You're about to. This episode is brought to you by Pow Quick Facts for NCLEX, the next gen version. And I am so, so happy that you guys are getting the book and studying it. Oh, somebody asked, somebody said that although this book was very simple, it was a lot to study for them. And I said, okay, all right, I can vibe with that. So I wanted to point out in the book to not neglect your study calendar. Study calendar will help you to stay on track. I'm glad that you have the book, but I want you to use it because if you follow every day a box, don't matter what day of the week you start, if you pick a box and just do the things in the box, it will help you to stay on course about what you should be memorizing. And again, this is the question and answer book. So you don't have to spend a lot of time, really. If you spend, you know, seven, eight minutes a page consistently, you will find yourself getting through the book. And with the calendar, you're going to be studying the front of the book. And then you're also at the same time, because that's how you need to do this book. You need to study a little bit from the front and a little bit from the back. You will be focusing on the pharmacology. So that is how you're gonna get through quick facts in a short time. The calendar in the front is a three week calendar. So you can do this in three weeks because most of it will be a review of what you um, learned in nursing school, hopefully. So wanted to point out the calendar is there for your benefit as well as don't forget guys, the full NCLEX review comprises of the videos. The videos that I do help make the understanding of what's important about NCLEX the priority. So if you have this, guess what? You already have half of my program. You already have half of the program. All you need are my simple lectures plus my question banks, okay? And some people have both, and that's amazing. If you got this, you're halfway there. The rest of the program right now is only $69 for three months. All right. So we want to make sure we're covering all of our basis. And I'm glad everybody is saying their book has arrived because every nursing student needs this book. Another thing that I want to remind you guys is that it's graduation season. So it's time for me to do my next gen NCLEX review. And I don't know if you were planning to sign up for it, but I'm inviting you to come to my next generation NCLEX review. And I made it online so that everybody could attend. And this is something that I do every year. Most of you know about it. You were asking me, was I going to do it? And I absolutely am doing it. Very proud to launch Remar Nurse University for all of the Remar nurses to come together uh, to experience a next-gen NCLEX review. This takes place in graduation season. So actually, RNU typically takes place the entire month of June, right? And so we are going to kick it off, though, May the 29th through June the 26th. 
So every Monday night, we will be doing a Remar Nurse University NCLEX review. It's kind of like seven days of NCLEX. So if you loved seven days of NCLEX during Christmas time, where we went over the workbook together and we did the case study scenarios, you're going to love RNU. So I wanted you guys to know about it early and often I will be mentioning it because this is one of the bigger events that I do every year. If you are ready, go ahead and sign up for it. Go to remarnurse.com forward slash is really simple, R-N-U. So write that down and make sure that you sign up for Remar Nurse University. Go ahead and take a screenshot of it if you must, but it's real simple, R-Remarnurse forward slash are you yeah okay so and, and again with that that is going to be heavily focused on helping my graduates to understand next gen NCLEX so if you're a repeat test taker get in this because it will be really sponsored by the v2 I'm going to be doing a lot of coursework from the v2 and yeah 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 it's your time it's your time. So RNU is coming soon. All right. Um, let me get into it. A lot of you guys may be new here, but you're going to fall into the way we do things. This is cholera, which is our topic for Winning Wednesday. Cholera is something I wanted to focus on because this is otherwise known as traveler's diarrhea, it is an acute diarrheal illness caused by an infection in the intestines with vibrio cholerae bacteria. Now, so when, when you talk about this specific condition, you are understanding that the primary manifestations for your patient are going to be in the gastrointestinal tract, which will make them what? What is the major thing? Oh, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Come on in, everybody. We're talking about cholera. All right. So before I go too far, this is a very, very, very prevalent condition. There are an estimated 3 million cases of diarrheal illness and approximately 100,000 deaths worldwide. Yes, Miss Cindy, you already knew where I was going. <laughs> All right. And this is caused by this bacteria annually. So when you travel, if you do a lot of traveling to Mexico, Asia, even some parts of Africa, you are stricken with this terrible case of diarrhea. More than likely, it was cholera. All right. So I'm bringing this to the forefront. And again, we have the vibrail cholerae infection. And typically, how you get this particular gastrointestinal illness is by ingesting contaminated water or food. And so you have to be very careful when you're traveling that you're making sure that you're really only drinking clean water, right? Clean water, preferably from a bottle. And you have to be really careful because even if you're in restaurants and you say, oh, bring me a bottle of water. Mm, oh, no, let me do it this way. Even if you are at the bar and you're ingesting alcohol, you can say, um, I don't want any ice in my alcohol. I don't want any ice in my water. But when the bartender is making a drink, he usually makes the drink over ice, even if he doesn't give you the drink. So with ice, they will still make it over ice. Yes. So those ice cubes can really, really, really mess you up. Also, if you're brushing your teeth with the water or, um, yeah, if you're brushing your teeth with contaminated water, you can definitely get this specific illness. So some things to think about. So that's one route. The second route is the fecal oral route as well. And that just comes from environments that have poor sanitation. We are talking about cholera. We are talking about cholera. And so the clinical findings of this condition, which is very serious, profuse watery diarrhea. Sometimes they will call it rice water stools 
that have a fishy odor. Uh, other clients who have this condition may experience some vomiting as part of their gastrointestinal upset. You can have thirst because you are becoming, somebody said this, dehydrated. Yep. And then leg cramps as a manifestation of that. Restlessness and irritability. So I said this um, to you guys, this was a deadly disease. This cholera can be deadly for those who, who have it. And I wanted you to do some next gen kind of thinking and tell me what about this condition makes it deadly? What are some manifestations if your patient has this and they are not treated? What are some, some things that will cause this to be a fatal, uh, a fatal infection? Very good. I see it. Let me spotlight this. This is one of them. Yeah. Electrolyte imbalance. Electrolyte. Patients with cholera, it's kind of like diabetes insipidus almost in a way where you guys know diabetes insipidus, you are putting out so much urine up to, you know, a liter a day. It's the same thing with your, uh, it's the same thing with your cholera. They can put out up to a liter of stool a day, that watery stool. So that can lead to potassium and sodium being off balance, right? And so you guys know that that is a recipe for cardiac failure, cardiac failure, right? So dehydration, electrolyte imbalance. Also, something that could happen is it's less likely, but your patient can have some pre-renal failure, right? Pre-renal failure because they're losing so much of their fluid volume that the kidneys become infected. Or maybe an off chance if your patient vomits, they can aspirate. There is always a chance of aspiration with vomiting. So for your license, for your license exam, take vomiting very serious. Okay, vomiting very serious. Okay, good, good critical thinking. Let's move on. Let's move on. Who are the at-risk groups? Well, it is good old-fashioned nurses and doctors treating these patients because we're exposed to the bacteria. And the bacteria is aggressive because think of it, any bacteria that can cause disruption in your GI tract and your small intestine, the it is a for real, legit, strong bacteria. Because what is your stomach? Before it gets to your intestine, it has to go to the stomach. And what is the stomach full of? What is the stomach full of that if this bacteria can survive your stomach environment, you know it's the truth. Like you know that this bacteria is not to be played with. Our stomach is filled with liquid what? Liquid acid. Liquid acid, which has the intentionality to destroy anything that could harm the body. So when you talk about, you know, cholera, that bacteria is in there just loving that acid. Like I'm home, baby, like no problems at all. And then it slides itself down into your small intestine. And so very, very contagious bacteria, very strong uh, cholera response workers, travelers, people living in refugee camps, just because the sanitation tends to be decreased. And then there's also some food when you are traveling that can predispose you to cholera, such as rice. And the reason why rice can predispose you to cholera because it's cooked and soaked in water. Yeah. And then also some shellfish, like if you like shrimp, you want to eat shrimp, then cholera also lives in shrimp as well, on the shrimp. So, hey, these are definitely, and water too, absolutely water. Somebody said this, thank you for sharing this. Cholera is a killer disease in West Africa countries. Yes, it can be fatal. So we're talking about what are the signs to look for and how to properly manage it. Thank you so much. I love our 
community here. Prevention, how do we prevent cholera? How do we teach our patients even for ourselves when we take our trips to Mexico and parts of the Caribbean, Asia? Be sure to drink and use safe water. Also washing your hands is the number one way to prevent the, the infection, the spread of infection. Make sure foods are cooked very well and cleaning up safely. Yep. The treatment for this condition is to definitely do oral hydration. Oral hydration is going to be best, but if the patient is vomiting, then you might have to move to intravenous hydration. In conditions where dehydration is a risk for NCLEX, you always want to start with oral hydration. If your patient can drink their fluids, that is going to be so much better than the nurse having to do an invasive procedure like starting an IV, right? Because that is just something else to manage and be potentially infected, right? The patient already has one infection. Do we really want to open up their body in a different place? We don't. So oral rehydration solutions are going to be best. Then antibiotics are used for severely ill clients if the condition is progressing very rapidly or if they are um, having symptoms of infection like fever or pneumonia or anything like that, then we need to put them on antibiotics. And continuous feeding is important because we want to make sure, uh, we want to make sure that our patient is continually getting the nutrients, the protein that they need, and encouraging them to continue to eat in a, in a natural, normal pattern, okay? All right, now let's move on and let's talk about nursing responsibilities. So this is where it is very important for you to know what you are supposed to be doing. So monitoring the vital signs of your patient. Again, we're looking for systemic changes in our patient. Uh, assess for hydration status. Of course, whenever we talk about hydration status for the uh, for the NCLEX, we are going to be looking for what? We're going to be looking at the tongue, the mucous membranes to see if they're dry. We're going to be looking at skin turgor. We're going to be, again, yes, we're going to be looking at um, eyes and nose. How much are they putting out? Well, we know they're going to be putting out a lot of diarrhea. So that is something that we need to be monitoring for. Also, we want to assess the level of knowledge of the client and the family, how much they know about the condition and how is it spread. I'm going to be asking you guys some NCLEX questions about this topic. I was going to do a little reverse where I was going to just start off asking you guys questions and then watching you guys scram and scramble and think about it. But then I said, no, I'm just gonna keep it how I teach you guys to do it, which is lecture first and then questions later. So we're doing the review portion of this topic first and we're gonna get into the questions. And then encouraging preventive measures, encouraging preventive measures. All right, here's our question now. You guys should be able to do this one. Question number one is, which of the following symptoms are related to cholera? Select three options, okay? Number one, rice water stools. Two, rashes in upper extremities. Three, pustules. Four, eye discoloration. Five, vomiting. Six, irritability. All right, and see, I was just gonna start it off with this question and just be like, see, see, see. <laughs> so it should be a lot better now than trying to just guess these things because we actually went over this. And so I want you guys to be feeling good as you recognize the correct answers. And look, when we do content, it doesn't matter if this is a select all that apply, a select number that apply, a case study. You guys are ready to go the distance when it comes to cholera because we studied the content first, all right? So it feels good. I see all pretty much all of the right answers on the screen. Nobody, I don't think, got this wrong. Correct answers are one, 
five and six. Very good, Remar nurses. Cholera is a bacterial disease usually spread through contaminated water. Clinical findings include diarrhea characterized by rice water stools, mm -hmm, vomiting, and signs of dehydration. Patient, because of all this, will be irritable and restless. I feel like y'all are on y'all way to passing NCLEX. Yes, it feels good. All right, here we go. Next question is this. A two-year-old client is seen with sunken eyes, dry mouth, and diarrhea for three days now. Which nursing action should the nurse prioritize? Number one, check blood glucose levels. Two, hydrate the client. Three, isolate the client. Four, order for stool series. Oh, this one is good. This one is so good. I thought it would be a little bit more tricky, but you guys, are out. You guys are just outperforming today already. I thought it was be a trick. I saw I, I did trick one person, but the majority of you guys were able, and this is what I love about us coming together on Wednesdays. You get practice looking at a question and then answering the question that's in front of you and not the one that you can overthink. So a lot of people will focus on this. Let me show you. They'll focus on the patient having diarrhea for three days now, and they will pick number three, isolate the client. That is what they, that's what will stand out as the priority. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with this patient. Let me isolate them. But in fact, the correct answer is number two, hydrating the client because the other clinical symptoms were given to you and you need to manage them as the nurse. So sunken eyes, dry mouth, diarrhea, right? We need to prioritize hydrating the client. And absolutely, it really doesn't say here, I like this point, it really doesn't say that the patient has cholera. It doesn't say that the patient has C. diff. It really just says that the patient has diarrhea. And so we can never add what's not there, all right? So hydration all right. Hydration, hydration, hydration is the priority in this case. All right. Um, but we are talking about cholera. So that is going to be that is going to be uh, <laughs> something that we need to prioritize. That's a good question. It says this. It is diagnosed via stool sample. Yeah, you can do a stool sample. And that was one of the options here. Let me go back. Definitely. So you want to remember with NCLEX, Pretty much all of them can be right, right? All of them can be right. And they, they all can apply. In this case, they don't all apply. But ordering the stool series is great. But we're looking for the priority. And so the priority now is hydration. Because patients, if they don't have enough water, they can die. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. This is a priority question. And so we want to make sure that we are um, we are prioritizing the patient's health. I think you're new here. Um, and so I'm glad that you're here today because on Winning Wednesdays, we have an opportunity to ask questions, get things wrong, but more importantly, get things right. All right. So let's go to number three. Okay. Following the diagnosis of the client having cholera, the nurse precaution with the client's condition is number one, contact precaution, two, droplet precaution, three, airborne, four, vector base precaution. <laughs> okay, I couldn't hardly say that. All right. Gotta love your infection control. If you have my V2 lectures, you know we break down how to memorize infection control. Infection control is not critical thinking. Infection control is one of those topics that you absolutely just got to memorize it. You just got to memorize it. And so what say if you Remar nurses on tonight? I got a lot of ones. I got some fours. <clears throat> and but then I'm getting a lot of more ones. So we're going to take it to the correct answer, which is.
Good job. It's absolutely number one. It is number one. And so the nurse should initiate contact precautions. So the most important element of this infection precautions are hand, hand hygiene, protective equipment, right? Um, gloves. And when you are coming in contact with the patients, vomit or stool, uh, you definitely want to be protected. All right. Want to be protected. I'm moving on, moving on. Got over seven, got over 700 nursing students studying for NCLEX on a random Wednesday night. That makes you guys the best, most dedicated nursing students. And that makes me your leader, the number one NCLEX instructor. We got hundreds of nursing students. Question number four is this. A nurse is initiating an oral replacement therapy to a client diagnosed with cholera. What is the primary goal of the nurse's care? Number one, slow down the heart rate. Two, kill vibrio cholerae. Three, prevent transmission of bacteria. Four, replace lost water and electrolytes. What do you say? I got Remar Nurse University coming up this month, May the, what is it? May the 29th. Yes, it's the, it's Memorial Day. Oh no. Yes, it's Memorial Day. And so we will be beginning Remar Nurse University on that Monday night. I hope you can join me if you have not signed up for it. RemarNurse.com forward slash R-N-U. Get your workbook get studying. I'll be sending the workbooks out pretty soon, um, probably the middle of the month so you guys can have it. I'm seeing the answers rolling in. All the Remar nurses tonight are sure, 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 sure. It is number four, which is right. The cornerstone in the management of cholera diarrhea, you guys know it, is the use of oral rehydration solution to replace the water and electrolytes lost as Stool, stool. Rehydration therapy for clients can include volumes of a solution, all right, oral rehydration salts, intravenous fluids, and when necessary, the electrolytes. Good job, everybody. Last question for tonight is this. For cholera-infected clients with serious dehydration, which continuing net fluid losses despite rehydration, okay? This nursing action should be considered. Let me read that again. For cholera infected clients with serious dehydration with continuing net fluid losses despite rehydration, this nursing action should be considered, okay? Start antiviral therapy. Initiate antibiotic regimen. Three, swap the client's throat. Four, prepare for intubation. Ah, you see what just a little bit of content does? When you guys study the content first and then do the questions, it injects you with so much knowledge and confidence that before I finish the question, you guys are putting the right answer, okay? putting the right answer down. And I love to see you guys on this journey of going from not knowing a lot about a topic and then at the end of the lecture, being experts, okay? So of course it is number two. Remember for the severe cases, the serious cases, we should expect the doctor to initiate an antibiotic regimen. Yeah, good job, everybody. How, how did you? Four out of five? Three out of five? I, I would say for tonight, I really would expect everybody to have at least gotten a four out of five tonight. So what was your score? Okay, four out of five on tonight. Remember, remember, Remar Nurse University is coming up and I will be doing all next gen for that review. And so what I'm excited about is that I will be taking some of the content from my V2 lectures 
and I will be presenting that every Monday. And then afterwards, we'll do a next gen activity based on that topic. So if you remember, do I have it here? Mm, I'm looking for my, I thought I had my seven day. Okay. So my seven days um, of NCLEX, remember we did for seven days of NCLEX, we did patient assignments every night. I'm going to try to reproduce that. So remember I gave you guys these and every night for seven days of NCLEX, we had one of these and you had your patient assignment, right? So we will be doing that during Remar Nurse University. And I'm really uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys will make of your shift that you will be getting. And I believe the time, don't hold me to it right now, but I believe the time will be eight o'clock, okay? Eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we will keep that. And so Remar Nurse University, Every Monday night for about an hour, we will go over content, right? For next gen, just like how we do here, but it'll be a little bit more aggressive. So sign up for it. The way that you stay in touch with it, the way that you get the workbook, the way that you get the schedule and the reminders is simply doing one thing. And that is remarnurse.com forward slash R-N-U, Okay remarnurse.com forward slash RNU. Somebody said, make it at nine o'clock. You like nine o'clock better? I haven't finalized the time yet. So if you sign up for it, you will get the workbook in the time. Also, it will be a workbook that you can download. It won't be or should not be 50 pages, okay? I'm gonna try to keep it to like, I don't know, 12 pages. I don't know, is that too little? But again, Everything that we do here, if you're new, hi, my name is Professor Regina, and we are on a journey to help you pass NCLEX. And I have students that are with me for a long time. I have students that are with me for years. And then I have students that are with me for just a short time. And so no matter how long you stay around, uh, if you start with the Remar family, what happens is even after you pass NCLEX, you're still identified as a Remar nurse. So I, I hope to have you here as long as you wanna be here, but my goal is to help you pass NCLEX in about four weeks. And so that's the program that I offer. It's a four week program and it doesn't take you long to get the content that you need, all right? So I see people are saying, what time, what time? 30 pages, seven o'clock, nine o'clock, eight to 12. Okay, eight to 12 pages. Gotcha. 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 So I'm going to just reserve a little bit of time. The winning Wednesday session on cholera has formally been delivered. We did content. We did questions. So that's it. Okay. Uh, but I do want to stay and talk about um, any questions that you have about next gen NCLEX that I can answer. Quick facts for NCLEX, the V2 program. So while you guys are gathering your, while you guys are gathering your thoughts about it, uh, what you want to be asking me, I want to show you the V2 program. All right. So here we go. Okay, so questions that I have. Thank you so much, Regina. Let me let me take some of these questions. So what is the time for Monday Motivation? I'm new here. Okay, I'm glad to have you here. Monday Motivation start at noon every Monday, and that's noon Eastern Standard Time. So that's when I go live for Monday Motivations. Winning Wednesdays, which is what we did tonight, is at 9 p.m., Okay, but what's better for Wednesdays, because you guys know I have three kids, is subscribe to the YouTube channel so you get my alert. Sometimes my kids have me starting at eight o'clock, so it just just depends. <laughs> All right, but I try to do nine. Thank you, Professor. Learned so much from you in this class. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Please explain what we download. Okay, so if you are in my full NCLEX review program, 
in the V2, actually, it comes with two things. It comes with two workbooks. One workbook will be quick facts that I mail to you. All right. So I mailed this to you or when you purchase it, I mail it to you, right? Quick facts is mailed to you. The workbook for the lectures that I do, pregnancy, infection control, priority, that's a downloadable workbook inside of the program. Okay. Yeah, it's still separate. So you have to get the V2 and then you would have to buy the next gen quick facts and you can get it on my website or you can get it on Amazon as well. Okay. When does the four week begin? Remar Nurse University is what is referenced here. Remar Nurse University will begin May 29th. It's a Monday night, May 29th at eight or nine. I'm not sure just yet. But what I wanted you guys to do was sign up for it. And let me put the website up again. You can sign up for Remar Nurse University at remarnurse.com forward slash R-N-U, R-N-U, okay? Bueno. And then here, I'm an international nurse. I'm grateful for your content. Tell me where you're from, Linda. I want to know where you're from. I have V2 and love it, but should I do all the questions before I take the NCLEX? That's really up to you. I I'll say this. The V2 does come with the question bank and it comes with the computer adaptive exam. Now, there's over 2,000 questions in the question bank. Try to do the majority of them. Try to do the computer adaptive exam if you can. I just actually had a nursing student, a testimonial. Let me see if I can show you a picture. She didn't go to nursing school. She challenged the board one and was able to take her NCLEX because she was um, in the military. She was an EMT. And she said that she didn't go to nursing school, but she passed her NCLEX with the V2 as an EMT. So this is her right here. And I will be, I'll be uploading her testimonial because it's like, sis did not go to nursing school, was an EMT, used the V2 and passed. And so um, she did say in her testimonial that she did do the computer adaptive exam and the results came back that she had would pass, right? She passed the computer adaptive exam. So uh, that is, that, that was just like really cool. Where do I get the pages for the university? I will be, everybody that signs up for Remarners University, I will email that workbook to you when it's ready. It's not ready yet. Fries is not ready yet for Remarners University. But I'm moving along. You guys know I can be a little slow sometimes. Uh, what else? Is this recorded? Because I got on late. Yes, this will be on the YouTube channel. You can, um, we will find Winning Wednesdays on the YouTube channel. Alina says, for me, the best time is 9 p.m. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, let me know. Actually, that's what I want you to do. In the comments, put whether eight or nine. Put eight or nine. And then we'll look through and see what most people have said. How can I order the new Quick Facts? Next gen quick facts you can get at um, at my website, remarnurse.com. Actually, on remarnurse.com, this book is still $25, I believe. If you get it on Amazon, I think they have it for $40 on Amazon because it's a, it's a different seller, but it's still the same book. So um, it just depends on how much money you want to spend. All right. But we have it still for $25. I, I'm... I'm, I'm being slow about raising the price too. Okay, lots of, lots of comments coming in. Uh, St. Lucia in the house. St. Lucia in the house. Is the V2 program a one-time investment or it expires? Great question. Thank you for asking me this. So how the V2 program works is that it is a subscription-based program. So right now, when you pay the $69 you will get access to the online program for three months, three months, which is crazy. And then after that three months, it will be a subscription base. So it will roll into a $50 a month subscription program. Now you can cancel your subscription the day that you purchase it and you won't get the reoccurring fee, but you have to do that. You have to go into your account and do that. Okay. Let me ask you, 
let me ask you, I brought a, my book next gen for NCLEX, QuickFlex, whatever. Is it enough to study or do I need to buy V2 too? So this is what I always tell my nursing students. This book is amazing and it is great, but it was never meant to be a full NCLEX review. So particularly if you are a repeat test taker or you've been out of nursing school or honestly anybody that anybody because what happens my allergies are killing me today what happens is all of these other lecture videos that you see are not in the quick facts book so look at the topics here okay pregnancy um infant heart defects diets basic care and comfort orthopedics medication administration antibiotics tpn iv therapy substance abuse, pain, prioritization, delegation, none of those things, none of these things are in this book. Arterial blood gases, herbal medications, um, congestive heart failure. None of these lectures are in this book. So you literally just have half of my program. All right. So I would absolutely encourage you to do everything you can before you take the exam. And so what I'm not showing you is the question bank or the computer adaptive exams. So the case studies, all of those things are in this particular um, portion. So when you go to the question bank, you're able to create exams, you're able to see partial credit. Um, and I don't know if you wanna run the old test, but yeah, you're, you're gonna be able to go into the question bank, name a question, um, and then you see all of the subjects here. You can do whether you want a tutoring or you want a testing experience or the computer adaptive exam, whether you want it to be easy, moderate, or hard. We have questions that will challenge you at whatever level that you are. So again, Quick Facts is great, but Quick Facts is not the entire experience that I want you to have when you're preparing for this exam. If you do everything, like literally, if you do everything, you can do your exam in four weeks. You can prepare and study your exam in four weeks. Now, a big portion of that, because I love the question bank. I love the question bank. I think it's, you know, very challenging. You know, on TikTok, I do a lot of the questions from this question bank on TikTok, but if you are not prepared with the content first, then this is going to be wasting a lot of your time. It's going to make you frustrated. It's going to make you feel like you are not making um, any progress. Huh? Can it help you out? Yeah, it <laughs> Can it help you out? Hold on, I can't see us on the screen. Very, very low. Did you put this on Tutor or did you put this on Time? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. With tinnitus. Okay, here we go, Remar nurses. So it says here, the nurse cares for a client diagnosed with tinnitus. Which client is at risk for developing this disorder? Talking about tinnitus. A toddler age female, a male client who smokes, a middle age female client, a male client given amoxicillin. Who are we worried about for tinnitus? All right. And remember, tinnitus is a disorder where you have ringing in your ears. And so the male client who smokes, a middle-aged female client, a toddler age female client, and I'm I'm or a male client that's given amoxicillin. So a lot of the remar nurses are saying four. Some are saying a male client who smokes. Mark thinks that he is able to challenge the board and take NCLEX. Like he says, I've heard enough of your lectures. Mark is my husband for people who are new. He's ready to challenge the board and take the NCLEX exam. So I don't know, Mark choose. People are saying a lot of people are saying four. The amoxicillin, some people are saying um, the client who smokes. All right, so four. You're going to go with four? Okay, let's go with four. <laughs> All right, check it. Go ahead, check it out. And the correct answer was the client who smokes. Smoking in a male client increases the risk of tinnitus. Now, I know why. A lot of people said it was going to be number 
Or because I think they just thought the antibiotics, because one of the teaching points about antibiotics is that they can cause um, ototoxicity. So when you talk about the um, when you talk about the aminoglycosides, right, those are going to cause ototoxicity in your patient. Amoxicillin doesn't do that. When you talk about amoxicillin, you're not worried about tinnitus. You're worried about what? You're worried about allergic reaction more so than um, than tinnitus or ringing in the ear. So you wouldn't you wouldn't naturally associate amoxicillin with tinnitus. Okay. So smoking though, smoking can cause issues. Yes, yeah, smoking can cause issues in a in, in your circulation because nicotine constricts, right? Nicotine can constrict um, and cause and cause you to have problems in your inner ear, which has fluid. Okay. So again, content is king when it comes to NCLEX. And um, definitely, definitely. I think there is even a page. There's um, antibiotics. Even if you have this, it's definitely a lecture topic in the V2. But if you have quick facts, mm, in the pharmacology section, you will read about ototoxicity for aminoglycosides. Here's penicillin. You'll see the ototoxicity is not um, associated with it. Tetracyclines. These are the top ones you need. These are the top antibiotics that you need to know for NCLEX. So you have aminoglycosides, you have penicillin, tetracyclines, cephalosporin, and ciprofloxacin. All right. So there you go. Yes, 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 definitely. I like this here too. Maternity nursing VT2, <laughs> relevant to my current practice on the labor and delivery unit where I work. Yesterday after doing delivery, I discussed the APGAR scoring with the pediatrician. Content is just what we need. The APGAR score with the pediatrician. Amazing. That is so awesome. And that is the, uh, that is the intended goal that when you do my lectures, it only... It not only helps you to pass NCLEX, but it gives you the confidence to be able to practice in real life. And you're able to remember NCLEX can be a difficult learning experience if lectures are too long, or it can be a simple learning experience if you have information straightforward. Okay, good, 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 good. So, um, what you're seeing is a lecture, is is the lecture <laughs> or normal and high-risk newborn. Okay. And so these are the things that we go over, the APGAR score, signs of the drug-addicted um, drug newborn, uh, normal and high-risk newborn. And so again, I love that you guys are having this book and getting this book, but the V2 is going to give you actual content. And, and, and a lot of my students are auditory learners and they're visual learners. So I remembered you guys when I was doing this program. Okay. Um, somebody says, the, what, can the V2 help you pass? At, yes. The V2 can be used to pass HESI exit exams and ATI exit exams, because what V2 is going to do is focus on the large fundamentals of nursing. It is going to focus on the concepts that you were probably taught in nursing school, but forgot, or maybe it was skipped over in nursing school. But either way, either way, it is going to help simplify the studying. Okay. What is your opinion about the person who did not receive the proper training to practice nursing, but yet was able to challenge the board and get her license, Professor Regina? Well, my opinion is that, number one, this lady came from the military and she was an EMT. So she, an emergency medical technician, so kind of like um, a paramedic. So my opinion professionally is she probably saw more hands-on clinical skills than most nursing students sitting in a classroom. Because during COVID, a lot of nursing students did not have clinical assignments. They did not. They were doing a lot of simulations in a classroom. This lady was working the entire time as an EMT. So I believe that 
anybody in that situation and who's able to um, assimilate into the V2 and assimilate and pass the NCLEX should be licensed as a nurse. Does the CAT exam shut off like the NCLEX? Yes, the CAT exam is a five hour exam. Um, it should, it won't take you five hours. It only took me four hours, but essentially it's a computer adaptive exam. So I do recommend if you have V2, set a time to do your computer adaptive test. And it, it took me four hours and I was literally <laughs> like, all right, and you can't leave and come back to it. So go ahead and sit down there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Somebody says this, what did she say? Um, no, you should be able to get it. Rima, um, email me. My email address is support at remarreview.com, support at remarreview.com. And I should be able to look into your, um, into your account. Can we put the exam on pause? Mm -mm, if we want to take a break, no, no, it's a computer adaptive test. It's just, um, it's just like the NCLEX essentially. So once you start it, the time continues to run down. Now, if you want to walk away from it, you can. Like I did, I took a 30 minute lunch. I had to eat something. But when I came back, that time was still, it, it had still run down. Okay. The other day I went to school and there was a nurse. I asked her what she used to pass the NCLEX and she replied, I used Remar. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Um, I see your point. I see that. I don't think that's fair. And I, you know, it, it's just the thing. I don't, I try not to, I really try not to judge people's journeys. I try to um, just hear what they have to say about their situation. And I'll post her testimonial because I honestly think it's amazing uh, that she was, was willing to, you know, tell everybody what she did, how she did it. And um, that's cool. All right, any other questions? I passed my NCLEX PN. I'm an international nurse from Ghana. Thanks a million times. You are the best. Shout out to my nurse from Ghana. Man, that's amazing. Please um, send me your testimonial video. I've been loving spotlighting my nurses. Uh, I had one from Cameroon, had one from India, and they are representing their country very proudly that they are newly licensed. So cool. Okay, the V2. Um, okay, so please make sure you're emailing support at remarreview.com. And remember, Team Remar, they take the weekends off. So on Monday and Tuesday, we're usually doing the emails that we have from the weekend. All right, so everything should be caught up. But also, I'm live right now. So please um, message me that right now, and we will, um, we'll, we'll jump off here and address you, lovely. Okay. Okay. Um, is the V2 69 or $89? The V2 is $69. Now, let me tell you why. It is because this book, you have to buy it separately right now. So you have to do two things. You have to get quick facts and then you have to get the V2. All right. And then you use them together. And this book has been uh, literally flying off of the shelves. So we wanted to prioritize making sure people were getting it. And so we separated it out so that people just wanted this book can get it. I recommend two people to Remar already. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, Remar is, is the go-to for content because content is the key to passing NCLEX. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Listen, I have something for you guys um, that are recommending Remar. I, I definitely, I just need to finalize it. And I'm going to be able to reward you guys for that. Um, hi, man, I'm from Pakistan. Okay, yeah, I'm working on I'm working on it um, for my international nurses, because I want the book to be able to go to everywhere. Okay. Um, and then somebody says, can we use the old version? Or should we purchase the new one? Do I have okay, so you're talking about this, the five star. Should you use, I like this question. Should I get the five star or should I get the next generation? Okay. Um, so what I've been doing is I just been saying, I'm just going to open up a page and do a side-by-side -side comparison. I did make updates um, from this version. I think both books are really good, honestly. Okay. So this is your five-star book that you have now. And it has plasmapheresis, 
pleural effusion, polysemia uh, vera. So this is still a great question and answer book. It's going to help you to get through the content very easily. Let me show. This is the next gen page. Okay. So you can see this is plasmapheresis in the five star. This is plasmapheresis in the next gen. So what I did is I expounded a little, a little bit more in the answer section. Okay. I also did clinical priorities because next gen is about understanding what your role is for each, for each one of these conditions as the nurse. So I added that. So you still have plasma paresis, pleural effusion, polycythemia, viria, but I did develop the content out more in the next gen. And it was just something that I felt I had to do. Also, I, um, I added this new section called Consider the Culture, where I uh, go over the cultural considerations for the different um, nationalities. So I have my, um, my Africans, West, East, North and Central, African-Americans, because African-Americans and Africans are not the same. Um, Asian-Americans, Caribbean, my Islanders, my Filipino nurses, my Haitian nurses, because my Haitian nurses are not the same as my um, Trinidadian nurses. And then I have my Hispanic nurses. <laughs> and then I have my Indian nurses. Huh? Well, they are nurses, but they're populations too. Okay. Um, and then I did religion. I really developed religion in the next gen. So the religious considerations are here. And shout out to my Haitian nurses, my Hispanic nurses, my Nicaraguans, my Peruvians, my Mexicans, my Puerto Rican, my Dominicans. Okay. All right. And then, um, of course, the pharmacology section. So it's really up to you uh, how you want to uh, move forward. I do suggest the new book um, just because it, I, I, I think it's more developed. It may answer some questions that you may have had. Okay. All right. That's it. Trinidad nurse in the house. I like that. All right. Hey, Haiti is representing tonight. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone I haven't called culturally? Um, this book helped me pass my exit exam. How, how about the Jamaican nurse? I got the Jamaican nurses. I think, I think people just love, like, they just love their island. The Jamaican nurses are here. Caribbean nurses. Bahamian, Jamaican, Barbadian, Bermudan. And this is, let me tell you something. You will never find another NCLEX book that literally talks about West Indian, Trinidad, Tobago, U.S. Virgin Island. Like they don't mention the population. Belize. Yes, my Belizeans. I have you guys in here. My Angolans, Cameroon, Egypt, Ethiopia, Gambia, Ghana, Kenya, Liberia. Let me see y'all country flags. Let me see how we do this. Nigeria, Namibia, Rwanda, Senegal, Sierra Leone, Sudan, Tanzania, okay, um, Uganda, Zimbabwe, period, okay, do I have, oh, do I have some people, all right, and then let me do, all right, my Filipino nurses in the house, y'all got a whole section, my Puerto Rican nurses in the house, I see y'all, Kenya, Ghana, I, okay, um, I did my Hispanic nurses, but I'll start Colombians, Guatemalans, Salvadorians, mm, Peruvians, Ecuadorians, Mexicans, Dominicans, Cubans. Okay. My Indian nurses from Bangladesh. Okay. Bhutan, India, Namal, Deves, Nepal, Pakistan, Sri Lanka in the house. Okay. Did I forget anybody? Hey, Haiti's been representing hard. Antigua. Yes. Okay. What are you? What? American? Uh, we, you know, the Americans we represented. All right. Tell me, tell me who I missed. I tried to get everybody, but you know what I really love about this book is that since I put this book out, I literally been getting messages um, from nursing students. Actually, a nursing student sent me a message about African culture that she wanted me to um that she wanted me to think about and consider let me see i saved it in my phone let me see if i can find it because i'll be 
I'd be wanting to get some feedback. Oh, she sent it to me in a TikTok and I don't see it now, but I'm going to, I'm going to have it next time. Where did she put it? I thought I screenshotted it. But anyways, so what this has been doing, oh, here it is. Okay, so this is what she says. She says, in Africa, okay, y'all can fact check this. In Africa, spirituality um, and legend is advisable that if you have a dream, you should always carry out an investigation. So um, each time a dream happens, an ancestor may be speaking to you um, or something may um, need clarification in your life. And somebody and she says, may you always enjoy blessing and favor. All right. All right. So I love that this book, this book is actually allowing people to feel seen, allowing us to learn more about the culture and allowing us to, you know, really look at the total landscape of the population that you will take care of because most nursing reference guides only demonstrate only visualize one type of population and that's just you know that is just not uh the reality of healthcare. so at the end of the day every nurse needs quick facts if not for the content for the cultural piece Okay, so that that was the reason I was crying and praying over this book, crying and praying uh, over Quick Facts because I I wanted it to be uh, impactful to the actual profession. So that's it, guys. <sighs> that's it, literally. Um, somebody says um, Grenadian in the house. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to get off here because we have been studying for over an hour now. And we do, we do, we definitely need to prepare for the next week when we do this all again, every Wednesday night, we come together and we study content and then we shout out our countries. All right. Hi, Cassandra. Um, she says passed back in 2013. Whoa. Uh, you were super awesome. I owe it all to you, International RN. From, is that Great Britain? Let me know. Okay, okay. Amazing, amazing. Um, thank you for coming back and reporting that you were successful. That's why I say, even if you're here with me for just a short time, even if you're here with me for a little bit longer, once you pass your NCLEX, you still come back. You still come back. All right. Um, and you are able to encourage somebody else. That is the point. Encouraging the next generation of nurses, which actually based off of your testing is you guys. You guys are the next generation. So I'm proud to be here with you tonight. If I purchase the V2 tonight, will I be ready by June 1st? Absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely. Um Definitely you can, because some people are doing my, my program in two weeks, in three weeks. So if you follow that study calendar, you can make it work to your advantage. Okay. If you follow that study calendar, you can absolutely make it work to your advantage, but it's just all on what you want to do. Okay. All right. So somebody says in you world, oh, okay. In you world, you can suspend the test and get back to it, but it is not so on your question bank. It's not so, it is not so. Um, and so that's why I know you guys have a lot of choices and you can use your discretion whether you want to go with one program or another program. I never take it personal. Um, I wanted my computer adaptive exam to be actually like the NCLEX. And I wanted my students to be able to use it in a way that it was actually reflective of their academic standing in nursing. So that's why I made it that way. Okay. Um, what else? All right, guys. I'm so glad you passed, Andrea. I got a spotlight you. Passed my LPN and my RN with Remar. And I'm still here three years later. You know why? Because you can always learn Honestly, you can always continue to learn. Just because you pass NCLEX, that's you guys' first hurdle. That's the first hurdle. Wait until you get that first patient assignment, okay? Wait until you get that first patient assignment. You are going to see, I got a long way to go, but you made it that far, all right? So I'm here to get you. 
um, oh, I'm here to get you to pass NCLEX. And then after that, first shift, which I don't have first shift here. <laughs> I don't have first shift, but I have this. Bam, the Bible. And that is just as good as first shift. And then you pair it with first shift. This is my book to um, dominate your first two years of nursing. So after you pass NCLEX, be ready for first shift. Okay. All right. That's, that's it. Both of them. Hi, Professor Regina and Remar community. Hey, last first, I passed my NCLEX NGN on the 25th of April. Okay. The magic of V2. The magic of V2. Where's your testimonial video at? I need it. I need it. All right. Um, go to remarnurse.com forward slash party. Forward slash party. Okay. All right. V2. Wait, hold on. It's this way. V2 lectures plus the quick facts plus the question bank plus the computer adaptive test. That is the Remar way. And I'm encouraging somebody to take the step into the journey of content. Okay. Content. Because that's what's going to help you. Congratulations. New student here, ma'am. Amazing lecture. Yes. Good. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to have all of my new students here and my, my, and my people who have passed NCLEX, okay? Last verse says, I did V2 and passed my computer adaptive test from V2. Well, there you go. That says it right there. So when you get V2, don't skip out on your opportunity to take that computer adaptive test because it's honestly, it's no joke but I do feel that it is really true to the actual NCLEX exam. And so if you have it, um, then you will see that it challenges you. I want you to be challenged before you take NCLEX. A lot of my nursing students say that the program was simple, but it also gave them the accountability that they were missing. Sometimes it's just little pieces like that, okay? Little pieces like that. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I will see you later. Thank you so much uh, for coming to Winning Wednesdays. It really made my day and I will appreciate each and every contact um, that you guys give me. And also the comments that you're writing in the discussion board, Team Remar is also viewing those. We're making sure that you're getting your quick facts book on time. And so it's all going to work out for the good. Okay. It's all going to work out for the good. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.